Hello, everybody. Wild Bill for America here. Robert writes, Bill, I'm appalled by how ignorant, narrow-minded, intolerant, and self-righteous you are. I don't hate you. I pity you for your awful attitudes and ignorance. <laughs> uh, Robert's note includes most of the anti-God cliches that are thrown in the faces of Christians. The whistles go whoop! What is going on, everybody? Hello. Welcome to Chris and George in the morning. I'm Chris. I'm George. What's up? Today we have Gillian Yassim and Stefan Thompson in with us. Hello. What's up, guys? Special guest, Farley Elliott. Farley. He'll be in here a little bit later. Um, so there was a big controversy uh, last week with George's interview with Joe. Was it big? Uh, yeah, George yeah. had a question for Joe, <laughs> and uh, it's caused a lot of controversy around the whole comedy community. Uh, I'm going to go to the question what? that George asked Joe here. I think I know. Uh, we'll cut back oh, to it. God. What did you th- think about, you know, I mean, obviously, they weren't in their heyday when you were working for them, but you <laughs> loved The Simpsons growing up, and they had this solid, like, amount of seasons that were amazing comedy. What did you think about working for The Simpsons when they weren't, you know, when people kind of used them as, like, an example of a show that jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are you feeling Spent about that 20 question? Twenty seconds oh. insulting him. Oh, that is. That's not insult. Was that insulting Joe, or was that insulting a show that I felt was in decline? It was and insulting I'm not Joe through the question. I, I think it's clear that your intention. You're George. <laughs> look at you. You're a goddamn cupcake. You're Ryan Reynolds' face on a cupcake. You mean Gosling? And you, also, you, you, and you also reference <laughs> Happy Days. Doesn't doesn't Fonzie jump? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. shark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you have anything to say about that, or you're not taking anything? Well, back? listen. Hearing myself ramble on, <laughs> trying to spit out a question, uh, does not sound good. Uh, I I don't even know what that question <laughs> really was. Yeah. <laughs> but you stand by the. Well, but I, I did want. Yeah. Here's the I thing. Was, Joe is not happy about it. He's upset. What? Yeah, Joe is upset, and he act- yeah, he called in, and oh, uh, he called me, left a message, and uh, here's here's what Joe had to say. Uh, hey, Chris, it's uh, Joe Saunders calling. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me on your podcast last week. I had a lot of fun. Well, there's one thing I didn't have fun with. Um, George was trying to like make me like say something bad about the show I used to work on. I used to work on The Simpsons. And he said that it's not as good as it used to be anymore, and this was really bothering me i can't stop thinking about that it's like such a messed up thing to say i have since then i've kind of like cut all ties with george i like defriended him on facebook and i unfollowed him on like twitter and instagram and i kind of like deleted his contact from my phone and i'm so i get so sick to my stomach anytime i even think about talking to him right now (laughs) wow believe that well, well I think his feelings I, are clear. I'm pretty speechless. You know, that's funny. I, I wouldn't know that Joe uh, delete my contact because he didn't really contact me anyway. Can mm-hmm. I ask you something? And I don't really feel that yet. This doesn't apply because you have an incredibly awesome, lovely girlfriend. But imagine if someone's like, hey, George, what does it feel like dating uh, this girl now that she's oh, like I, fat and ugly? I got it, Gilly. <laughs> Totally got it. <laughs> okay, you were. You I was just like, I felt bad that I I said that, but honestly, what? I mean, 
He's gonna stick I'll, to his guns. I think. What Sorry, I'm saying, that. what I'm saying, isn't so much about the Simpsons, you know, being fat and ugly, Gilly. I'm saying, <laughs> let's acknowledge the fact that they were amazing in their heyday. There was something else in their heyday that was a. And we can also acknowledge the fact that Devin that. is beautiful. George's girlfriend, absolutely beautiful. Believe that. Cool to hang out with, like. Really funny. <laughs> yeah, it goes without saying. Um, so the other thing I wanted to follow up on from last week was we had Kevin McKenna in here guest guesting with us from San Diego. Call me Joe. Um, and Kevin is going to become uh, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He's in law school. And so he didn't want to be uh, affiliated with this show <laughs> online. <laughs> he didn't want to be tagged. He did not want it, his name to be linked to the show where we say curse words and, and so I, smack on the Simpsons. Yeah, I have, I have a little <laughs> clip of Kevin here calling in. Yo, what up, Chris? It's Kevin. Um, calling you about the uh, uh, show we did last week. Um, if you like put that on the internet or whatever, can you not put my last name? Just because I feel like, I don't know, if I'm going to be like a big fancy lawyer, I don't want people like Googling that. I don't know. I just feel like the show last week kind of like, I don't know, the parts where they were racist maybe a little bit. <laughs> not only that, it's just a little unprofessional. So yeah, I'm just trying to cover my bases. Um, bases? Wow. What? I don't remember uh, anything being racist. I'm trying to think. I'm what scared race? it was me. Oh, the me. Indian child. Oh, oh yeah. Child once again, though, that was all George, dude. Yeah, that was George saying <laughs> Indian child costs that was, $50 to buy. You ruined your relationship with Joe and you're ruining Kevin's future career. That was all just reported via Havocscope.com, an online black market uh, information center. <laughs> I definitely referenced that during the week, by the way, to oh, someone many, in my office. Oh, many times. I was talking yeah. to everyone in my office about yeah. it. Did you know a baby from India is worth way less yeah. than a baby from Nigeria? Like, just guess. Just guess how much a baby from India costs. Well, you know, we actually... <laughs> George's mom did not like the segment. George's mom thought that segment was boring she said she wanted to hang herself during george's she segment. didn't say that wow. she didn't say i want to hang myself i asked her how wow. she thought about the show or what she thought about the show she said she said gilly was a natural yes she loved gilly and then directly after she said that my segment was way too long and i wanted to she didn't say hang herself but she did make the hang yourself motion like bart simpson <laughs> so essentially she said she wanted and, to hang herself yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Wow. right but uh <laughs> Uh, you know, it was my first time, so I mean, I'm not mad about it. She's, you know, you're doing great. I yeah. think she's being like Tanya Harding's mom, like purposely <laughs> saying stuff like that, so that you're motivated to just keep going, even though you're a natural <laughs> goddamn talent. Well, you know, we we actually like consider Chris. We when we were thinking about the black market prices, right? Game, we did cut out a few things, right? There was a little too harsh. Like we uh, didn't yeah. mention the fact that. Like an orangutan was more expensive than the Indian baby. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I mean, God. a leopard, a leopard's again, penis was more a expensive. Tiger penis. <laughs> we cut some things out that were, we thought were too hard. You can have one tiger penis or like 30 Indian children. <laughs> wow. There was a lot of other countries. Wow. There were some Iraqi prices that we didn't want to bring up but oh, as well. So, too controversial. Yeah, too. But or not, 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 or is not bringing it up the racist thing. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't even want to get into race because I want to get Kevin back yeah, on the show someday. I'm worried if it gets too show. racy, he won't come back on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have like the Orange County Kevin voice. We make fun of Kevin because yeah, we think he's going to move to Orange County to one day. Uh, and so we kind of talk like this when we're Kevin from Orange County. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping we can get some calls in. Uh, 818-292-5045. 
Um, if you guys ever want to call my cell phone, uh, hit me up and leave a message, and we'll we'll get it on the show. Eight one eight two nine two. Of the fancy lawyer. Five zero four five. Um, yeah. So um, I have uh, the story that I saw. Have you guys heard about these clowns that are going around at nighttime in Bakersfield? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually did read that. It's story. a Halloween thing. Um, and yeah, right around Bakersfield, Wasco, I guess is the name of the town. There are clowns that are, people are dressing up as clowns and going around scaring people at night. Uh, there's tons of pictures of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are they affiliated with a company or a brand? No, it's a completely spontaneous, like organic please, thing. It's, it's please our... do not let this trend take hold of Hollywood, Silver Lake, and or Echo Park, <laughs> please. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are really scared about it. And are so they, they got to be teenagers, right? Uh, well, the police did comment on it. Um, I have it right here. I was not aware of any uh, crimes committed by clowns. Uh, I am looking into it. It's my understanding there's a Twitter account and a possible Facebook account in this. We have had uh, no reports of any assaults by a clown, uh, nor have we made any arrests of any clowns at any time uh, during the time that I've been here, and I've been here two years. <laughs> wow. That was a, I like that he's taking the threat very, very seriously. seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, what, what if he's not talking about clowns? This, that clip is just from, like, he's talking about, Cholos. Like, yeah. We did... <laughs> We did cite a clown recently for driving with too many clowns in their car. Oh yeah. Well, the crazy Not thing is, seatbelts on. Like I found that clip earlier this week. I've been following the story, and since then there actually have been some incidents of clowns like getting a little more crazy and chasing people, like, and they did have to cite clowns? some people. Oh yeah, people are just taking this idea and Copy running clowns? with it. Uh, <laughs> really I'm scary. curious if it is illegal simply to scare someone. If your hands never touch them, <laughs> yeah, you never you you're not making any verbal threats. If you just like well, what physically is, scare them. What if somebody is, like has a heart condition and fucking gets into a heart attack right yeah. after a seizure? I I mean, if I saw if I like saw a little kid do something really gross and I had a heart condition, that might freak me out. This would be a die. great <laughs> question for a fancy lawyer. A fancy, yeah. fancy lawyer, yeah. fancy yeah. lawyer from Orange County, like Kevin McKenna. Um, hey Nods, let's go down to the beach and uh, get our surfboards out. <laughs> he actually said that last week. Wow. Um, uh, well, just it's just one more reason to not go to Bakersfield, yeah. so you don't get <laughs> harassed. Were, I'm hoping it comes here. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on with the Wasco uh, clowns. So I wanted to uh, go ahead and open it up to some callers here and. Uh, See if we have yeah. What's up, colors? Looks like the boards are lit up. Oh, perfect. Um, so let's uh, let's go to the phones. Our first caller. Do do we have anybody on the line here? Hello. 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 Hey. Uh, This is uh, George's ex girlfriend, Kara. Kara, what's what's up? Hi, George. I, I I was just listening to the episode and. I got a little bit upset because, well, it brought back some issues because you did dump me when I got too fat. Oh, no. That is not true. Kara, we were like breaking up because I was going off to college. No, I remember this. You told us that you were breaking up because she jumped the shark and then ate the shark. (laughs) Points! (laughs) That's true. Those were your exact words. You said, I jumped the shark. I said that I can't jump that far anymore <laughs> <laughs> wow Kara I can't confirm that I don't know I was I was younger maybe it's maybe I did I'm a jerk sorry Kara 
George being a jerk goes on. Yeah. We're really sorry, Kara. Sorry, we Kara. we take no responsibility for Don't anything George me. has done. Defriend me or unfollow me on Instagram and Twitter, like Joe. Guy no, I, I think was my she friend. can. <laughs> I mean, I don't she think can. George even had a girlfriend. Isn't Devin your first girlfriend? Let's be honest. <laughs> Is that a diss? I know. It's <laughs> not a diss. It's diss. just the truth. It's just the truth. Yeah, I thought. that was I thought. a fake color. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, Wait, what? I think it was real. Uh, you just maybe don't want to tell Devin about it or something. That's okay. About <laughs> my about first Kara. girlfriend, Kara. I don't even what the fuck I'm reading. Is this the Chibata chick? <laughs> we'll have to tell this. Uh, we'll have to tell the Chibata story. <laughs> no, you should tell it now, actually. You well, do? that girl was not my girlfriend. Well, the Shibata story. I had a nickname with my friends and uh, family, like my cousins that I used to go out with. Called they used to call me Shibata. This was at the time when the, these commercials for the Jack in the Box Shibata sandwich mm-hmm. were really popular. Long story short, Long story a short. really hot girl came up and told. George that she wanted to have sex with him and George just kept saying he wanted to eat a ciabatta. Yeah, I, was just, so I could not comprehend left. what this girl was. I couldn't even <laughs> wow. believe that a girl was doing that. So I just said ciabatta so several times. Kara, and is that you? Were it was you, you that girl? Drunk? It was drunk. Yeah. Okay. Kara, we still have you on the line. Uh, yeah, I'm on. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. You've just been sitting there, Kara. Wait, so sorry. now you're ta- now you're talking about other girls in front of Kara. Kara, you have got to unfollow him. Kara's a good girl. She has a good heart and a sweet tooth. You guys, yeah, have George, I just want you to know that you know I'm a ten now, and so you you screwed the pooch on this one. Oh no! All right, thanks, Kara. We're gonna go ahead and go to the next caller. Devin, Devin's an eleven. Uh, hello. So. You're on the line with Chris and George. Yeah, hello. This is uh, Carlos the Clown. Oh, <laughs> crap. Oh, wow. We hey, got a up? real clown we got on the line. Cholo that's also a clown, I think. Hey, uh, I want to speak up. Uh, I've been accused of being a copycat clown before. Uh-huh. All of my material is 100% original. <laughs> I'm just, Believe it. A lot of the clowns, are you from Wasco? Or are you one of the clowns scaring people right now? In Wasco. Look, it doesn't matter where I'm from. I I represent myself as a Mexican clown. I don't. Doesn't matter if I was born in Minnesota, which I was. <laughs> yeah, your Minnesota accent is starting to come. So, through. what what's your original material? Were you the first cholo to get out of a, out of a okay, car? Okay, I got accused of stealing a bit where I spray cayenne pepper out of my flower on my lapel. That's messed up, man. More than one wow. clown does that. <laughs> There's a bunch of clowns. Yeah, doing stuff like that. Oh, well. I've never heard of a clown doing that. Have you heard yeah, of that? Well, yeah, Joe Rogan the clown came up on stage and accused me of stealing it. Okay, um, I mean, I feel like nobody should steal your shit because it sounds like you have some pretty bad bits. Also, I think, yeah. I think it was a pretty dope one. Are you <laughs> cayenne. cayenne pepper? That would sting your eyes. How bad How bad are all of the bits if that's the bit that people are stealing? Yeah, what's another bit? What's another pepper. bit? What are some of your other bits? Another one of my classic beats? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I've got a great bit where... Uh, have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah. Taking like longer and longer lengths of like rope out of my suit and I, I put it around the neck of... Of children. That's <laughs> way too scary for kids. You, there's, you just seem like a mean prankster or like a criminal. Hey, but he's original. He's not guilty That's of right. that. That's right. I'm original. Okay, we don't That's have. Uh, sorry, we don't have time for you anymore, <laughs> caller. We're gonna. Okay, one more caller Thanks here. Thanks for calling, Carlos. Uh, let's go to the lines and call you on the air. Uh, hello, my name is George Schuster, and I'm calling from the law firm of Schuster Reynolds and Gregster. Oh, wow. Thanks yep. for calling, man. What's up? 
Hi, I was just calling about a Kevin McKenna. Uh, I, yeah. I was told this show might be a good reference for Kevin. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, might be somebody we should hire. You should not listen to the show or take anything from the show seriously. Uh, Kevin's a great guy. Uh, he's, he's got an yeah, encyclopedic uh, knowledge. Of LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> no one, you will never have a cuter lawyer, sir. You will never employ a cuter, he's cute. more... Uh, in you shape. know, squeaky clean, in yeah. shape. The one thing you should be taking seriously from this program is that uh, a child in India is $45. That's <laughs> that's fact, apparently. If you ever need to have a beer really early in the morning, Kevin is a good he's guy to go to. He's always there for you. Um, <laughs> uh, he's the best basketball player in the entire world. Uh, he has the most shit-eating grin of all the shit-eating grins. Uh, sir, I must say, I think I am... Probably, well, maybe not anymore, but for a very long time, I was an actual reference on Kevin's resume, and he would uh, call me and let me know if somebody was going to call me. Did you have to pretend to be somebody? Um, I think I just had to pretend like he wasn't the guy that you would have a beer with at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he's not uh, that guy. You, you know, I'm sorry. I think we have a bad connection. All I've really heard anybody say so far is that Kevin tried to buy LeBron James for $25. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if uh, that's true, we're not going to hire him. It's horrible. Great cash, homie. Well, you know, uh, maybe he's just not right for your law firm. But yeah. thanks for giving us a Are, you, wait, are you based in Orange County? Yes, we are based in Orange oh, County. Oh, no, we oh. ruined his future. There's some oh. other law firms in Orange County. so I It would have been be... a great commute. Okay, actually, <laughs> looks like we got time for one more here. So uh, we're going to hop on the phone with our last caller. Uh, hello? Hello? George, it's your mother. <laughs> Hi, oh. Mommy. You have been talking far too much. Yeah. I want zip zip from you I and agree. more from the tall blonde girl. <laughs> Mom, I know Gilly's great. I know you like Gilly, but I got to come in there. I got a note from one of my cousins also that said I should be more aggressive on the mic. So <laughs> More aggressive? You're, you're, a, you're a born a pussy and you'll die a pussy. Mom. Oh, my God. Mom. Wow. What? <laughs> Look, I love you. Is your mom Don't Jewish? Yes, she you. is. <laughs> I thought you were Mexican. <laughs> well, she's like, uh, she's half and half. Oh, okay. I'm a half and half. <laughs> uh, so wait, is there any advice that you want to give the George other than just to talk less? Sure. Um, I guess if you really want to stand out, uh, try your life over. <laughs> Be Mom. born to someone else. Oh, wow. Mom, oh, oi, vey. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just don't. We don't have time to, for you to hate on George anymore. We need him actually to be kind of good uh, on the show. So we're gonna. George is the best. We're gonna leave it at that for now. Lead it. And uh, we're gonna go to our guest today, Farley Elliott, freelance food, drink, and travel writer based in Los Angeles, contributor to Serious Eats and LA Weekly and creator of the blog Over, Over, Under. I'm going to go to a little clip here from Farley. Do you want to watch a YouTube video of a tiny hamster eating a tiny burrito? Because at this point, at this point, you have fucking earned it. So this is from uh, the Tiny Hamsters Eating Tiny Burritos uh, video that went very viral and was featured on the John Oliver Show in his uh, second episode. Uh, had to be pretty exciting to be featured on that show. 
Uh, hey guys, thanks what's for up, having Farley? Me. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. How you doing, Farley? Uh, good. Right to the questions, right? Right to the hamster oh, questions. Yeah, let's, let's get, get right into it. Deep with it. Um, <laughs> very excited to be on the John Oliver show. I was at a friend's wedding when uh, John Oliver's producer called me, and I had to leave the wedding. Called to, you directly? Yeah, That's they great. called me directly, and I had to approve them to use my likeness on the John Oliver show, which is wow. very exciting. Uh, I also uh, turned down the opportunity to go on Good Morning America oh. because I was so afraid of the opportunity to try to recreate Tiny burritos in a five minute live video segment oh, is that what they wanted they were gonna uh. fly me to new york to be on good morning america to be with a hamster that i had never worked with before <laughs> uh, <laughs> which very unprofessional and they wanted me to make recreate tiny burritos and have this hamster hopefully eat them within a five minute segment and i said absolutely no way that's Dude. the rate of failure possibility is much too high it would have been great to watch whether it worked or I failed. I can't believe how yes. that is so awesome. You had the chance to sell out and you turned it down. I could not say the same for myself. It's amazing. Were well, they going to give you money? No, no. They would have just flown. Oh. I mean, they would have put me in a nice hotel and they would have flown me to New York, which is like, there's value in that. But absolutely, right. you no got money would have changed hands. Yeah, great I got stuff to do. <laughs> I can be flying around on this hamster escapades all the time. No, thank you. So I'm actually, I don't know what exactly your involvement was with that video. Was it uh, acting as the chef as far as that went or was it? part of your yeah, creation as well sure uh joel jensen who is a uh ucb comedy here in los angeles a very, very great, fun, guy. very, very guy we love joel friend of the show joel friend of the show <laughs> he uh runs a company called hello denison that is a uh production company they make all sorts of viral videos they work with a lot of big name brands and they wanted to kind of develop a, a signature online in the youtube space and so they came to me with the idea that was fully formed their idea 100 uh as a food writer i do a little bit of like cooking and stuff on the side and sometimes I make these videos for I've eaten a taco that Farley has made pretty fantastic Ooh, there we go great cash homie my first Yelp review right there um <laughs> and so I make these videos on my site sometimes that are just me creating dishes it's a lot it's a version of what you saw with the hamster so it's 90 seconds of me putting a dish together there's music overlaid it's not even a recipe it's just me making something so they said hey could you make these tiny burritos and i sort of r&d'd it over the weekend and came in and shot it and that was that where did the hamster come into it the hamster is a, is a fully trained hamster and is one of five hamsters that they no way. this video it was like a full-on production all day sort of thing was there like <laughs> pita on site or like uh no we beat the fuck out of those hamsters <laughs> <laughs> throwing them against walls when they didn't act right yeah i was just um, thinking like there was like a certain number of burritos that the hamster was allowed to eat so you that, had to bring in a different one and that is more to the actual point like they did rotate in hamsters to like keep one fresh yeah. and all oh. the tiny burritos are actually uh it is uncooked rice flour that you would use for like an egg roll with little raisins and seeds inside mm. so they're oh. not eating meat they're not eating chicken or cheese there's no or bouche like in there there's no bouche <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fooled cool. me. I thought those were actual burritos. All right. Well, so now we uh, understand that a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what I really want to talk to you today about uh, was food. So Great. you started writing sort of at like the beginning of this renaissance of the L.A. food scene. Like as you have written, uh, it's kind of been emerging. Isn't that true? That's kind of what critically people are talking about right now. Uh, I would. Yes, I would agree with the idea that food is very much in like the cultural sphere for Los Angeles. I yeah. don't know that I can we credit you with the renaissance. <laughs> well, can, I was saying the timing. Can, can you not print my last name? I don't want to know what you're doing me. <laughs> Points! <laughs> Uh, 
I, yeah, I would, I would, not, I would definitely not say that I was like an innovator in that way. Uh, basically, I moved to Los Angeles and were like, oh my god, tacos are everywhere and they're amazing. Uh, and I'm very analytically brained, so in my first year in Los Angeles, I went to 125 taco trucks and I mapped every one of them wow. and had a little like thing that said like, well, this is what I like or this is what I don't like. Uh, and the second year, I did the same thing with hamburgers while also doing the first thing with tacos. So I went to about 80 hamburger places and another 150 taco places. You guys, wow. and that's before even being a writer. Yeah, yes, I eventually started writing for free for LAist just because I had sort of data and was like, hey, I want to be able to put this somewhere. And then uh, that stuff kind of got successful enough that I started getting paid work and then eventually you quit just my day job and started doing it full time. Moving to LA without really knowing the city, like how does one go to 80 different places? How did, was this word of mouth? You're just talking to everybody? The the first taco truck I ever went to uh, is over off Sentinella in West LA and I was like, oh man, for $4 I can eat like a king. It comes off this truck. It's like enthralling. There's something cool about watching them make it in front of you there's a line yeah like it just all i love lines apparently uh, there's just something about it that made it feel very special i come from like a meat and potatoes kind of town i had never had what an town avo- are you from i'm from adams center new york right okay. on the canadian border yeah. um and i had never had an avocado until i moved to california like, goo! goo is right um <laughs> So, like, it was always enthralling to me. And I moved to mid-city, like Venice and La Brea, which there's, like, a decent cluster of really great taco options around there. Tacos Leo, El Chato, uh, Tacos to Mix, things like that. And so I just started going to all these places and then was like, let me find the best one. One thing that I was really uh, sort of impressed with was, like, going south of Olympic. Like, you were going – you're going deep I live south of Olympic. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I I remember when I I see these lists, I Mm -hmm. see how close they are to my apartment. Mm-hmm. And then I decide that they're too far. Yes. And I go to the closest thing. But you yes. were going like East L.A., South L.A. Yeah. I mean, I here's the thing. People ask me all the time, where's the best version of some food, right? And the truth is they don't want the best thing. They want like the goodest version that's close right. to them. Okay, good. This is going to change up some of my questions. For later, so <laughs> I will give it. you – I listen, I will absolutely tell you what I think is the best, but you probably won't want to go there. My favorite hamburger in Los Angeles is a place in Watts called Hawkins House of Burgers, and it's across from the biggest projects in Watts, and it is delicious. What do they do But then? zero people in this room want to go to Hawkins House of Burgers. <laughs> Let's see. I white, don't want to go to Watts. White, uh, yeah. white guy. White guy. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, sorry, man. We might not be able to come back on the show again. <laughs> I want to go. Let's yeah, go. what are they Let's doing go. there? What are they doing there? That's they different. they do uh, the burger that they do at Hawkins House of Burgers is what's lovingly referred to as a ghetto style burger, which was popularized in like Atlanta, right? So it's this um, it's a huge burger. It's really greasy. They loosely pack the meat so they barely touch it at all before it hits the griddle, and so it's like a high fat content, like even more mm. than In and Out. It's like a sixty forty. Like all the way. All the way. Uh, it's really greasy and cheesy, and they like double stack this thing, so it's a gigantic like fall apart burger that is I'm Gilly's like oh, I'm gonna have yeah, a heart attack Gilly's like You're getting about, flushed right now <laughs> having an orgasm <laughs> yeah and so it's one of those burgers that is that is big enough when you look at it that you know it's going to be like almost too much but you're going to have a great time and you can't put it down or you'll never be able to pick up the pieces again it's that kind of like just get it while it's there burger I think I would actually be into going and trying that out guys yeah, let's go guys anytime we have to go. prove that we like can do it now so it's like we have to go um so i have a question for you i've been reading uh over the last couple of weeks there's a big controversy about brunch right now 
Okay. And wow. about if brunch <laughs> is lame or if brunch is cool. Like there, like Julian Casablancas uh, came out and said that you know, he's the lead singer of The Strokes. Came out and said that he left New York uh, because of brunch. And now there's wow. an article, uh, I think, in New York Magazine where they're just talking about how much they hate brunch. And so I want to get your take. Do you like brunch or is it not really your thing? I, what is brunch but like griddled breakfast meats and fried eggs? There's nothing Mimosas. to not like about brunch. Yeah. And alcohol if you want it, absolutely. Right. All The only thing that changes about brunch is that you're allowed to eat it later on a weekend. <laughs> I have no problems with brunch whatsoever. I will put a fried egg on just about anything. I think Casablanca's well, uh, was frustrated with brunch culture. Oh, yeah. You I know? think maybe that was part I, well, of it. I don't. Yeah, you know, like, let's go to brunch. Uh, you know, like, let's do brunch. People constantly talking about getting brunch and... Well, there's insufferable versions of people in any regard. Right. right. Like, Inclu- like, including rock stars. Including rock stars. <laughs> uh, I also, I could not name a single Stroke song. I'm sure he doesn't care about me, and I do not care about the Strokes, so <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, brunch is fantastic, and I could stand in line at a great burger place and make fun of the guy who orders a salad because it doesn't fit with my worldview. Like, no one's going to be happy with everything. Just don't leave your house at 10 a.m. if you don't want to experience brunch. <laughs> All right, you heard Not it here first, folks. Brunch is okay. Have you heard about it? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, I guess, did you study anything having to do with writing in college? or were I you... was a theater major in college, so there was like a okay. fair amount of writing in that regard. Yeah. But, uh, but this kind of plays into what I was thinking. Uh, you sort of made like a transition from sort of being... Uh, like primarily acting and comedy mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff to being a writer. And I wanted to know, what did you take uh, from, I guess, acting, comedy, improv? How did that inform your writing? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I will say this, like any in my time being like a, a comedic person and like being on a Herald team and doing all that sort of stuff, uh, I was never the guy who had a headshot. I was never the guy who was writing spec scripts. Like I love performing comedy. Yeah. It's the time when I use my brain more than any other time in the entire world. And that's like wonderful for me. But I was at two in the morning crawling down Western Avenue, eating at every taco place between like you know, sunset on down. So that to me has always been like, oh, what's my real motivation? Let me just follow that sort of thing. I see. Yeah, but more to your point, I do think that being uh, an improviser and being somebody who thinks spontaneously, one, it allows me to write really quickly mm-hmm. in the food sphere. That is really, really important, especially in Los Angeles, to be breaking stories or the first one on a scene for something like that. There's an element that's very important. And also, I'm injecting a lot of comedy into the things that I write in a way that most people are not. Uh, a lot of people have a newsy perspective. And, uh, and I try to come with like a comedy element that not a lot of people are doing. Excellent. Yeah. Um, cool. In? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I was just curious, um, what was it like, you know, when you first started out, you were working, uh, writing about taco trucks at a time when everybody agrees was the worst time for tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, tacos were really shitty, um, and they used to be amazing. You know, what, 15 more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what's ah! happening. Um, Unfriend her. <laughs> um, I but I, d- I can't wait to call into the show, guys. <laughs> uh, so that did remind me. Um, I wanted to ask you about this. Gilly is a big fan of Taco Bell. George is a big fan of Del Taco. Okay. Um, 
yeah. complete trash at people or <laughs> does, is one better than the other or both just terrible? Do I do I need to link their food choices with them being trash people? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, listen, well, uh, there's specific things on any menu that are that are good. Not the entire <laughs> menu mm-hmm. of Del Taco is great, but these new breakfast tacos that they're throwing out there. <laughs> just, just, try to, just try to speak eloquently about Del Taco menu right now. They, it's a very diverse menu. Their breakfast <laughs> tacos are great. Ground turkey. The ground turkey is delicious. Gilly's a big fan of the ground turkey. I know that. She put me on those. The, uh, the chicken soft tacos are very cheap, just like what Farley was talking about earlier. It's all about uh, proximity. Okay, but I really things. wanted to get Farley's take on this. <laughs> I don't care about yours. This is, this is my question. Passion about that shit. For anybody who goes to McDonald's and gets like a $1 hamburger, or anybody who goes to Taco Bell and gets a $1 taco, why are you not going to a place that is within one mile of whatever Taco Bell you're going to and eating a better taco? Gilly, Gilly has something to say. To <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. I don't. Okay. I'm Here's scared. what I have to say. I don't only ever eat a taco. Of course. Bell. It's in. I love a taco. We would go tacoing when we lived. Stefan and I used to live together on Virgil. We just go walk in and taco in. But wait, here's the thing, which I have heard you make this argument before, is that when you go to Taco Bell, you don't want a taco. You I want don't. Taco Bell. Yes, thank and you. It's not the same thing. I I actually think that that is a good argument, and, and I we can all agree that it's not that the same thing. She it's not a, the same thing. I want the weird junk food. She wants a double decker. Okay. Of yeah, I want a crunch wrap a supreme, crunch wrap supreme, a quesarito with no rice because that shit's a filler. <laughs> I will I will say this: the night that John Oliver's people called me about putting my face on their television show, I got so drunk at that wedding that uh, the last <laughs> thing I remember is walking in bare feet through a Del Taco parking lot trying to. <laughs> get someone to serve me food <laughs> so it happens it happens why didn't you walk a us. mile to a better place i should have it was in riverside <laughs> i didn't know where to go that but sorry that place is closed yeah, yeah exactly. it probably was uh you are absolutely right about the idea that you at taco bell you're not eating tacos you're eating taco bell uh you can get a mexican pizza you can get like versions of things that don't really exist outside of the taco bell spear and if that's what you want Absolutely. But my thing is, if you're going for a one-to-one comparison, get the better thing at the same price point. Great case, if you have Norman. the time, if you have the gas. Um, all right. Well, we're going to go to some callers here for Farley. Uh, what's up? You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hey, it's Julian Casablancas. Oh, wow. Hey, man. What's up? Big fan. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Julian uh, Casablancas uh, is his jokes. Who oh, loved, that's uh, funny. Okay, okay. New York for the brunch. I actually am a big fan of you, Farley Elliott. Oh wow! I, uh, wow! I, I thank you very much. Uh, I've read all your articles. I keep track of the top five burgers in Los Angeles. I saw all the scandal shows. Wow! Wow! Scandal was Farley's uh, Herald team. We should uh, go ahead and clarify that. Uh, great. So, what was your favorite scandal show? Oh. They were all so good. That's so great. <laughs> it you. sounds like I actually so don't, I don't need the specifics. That's enough for me. Thank you so much. <laughs> did you, I'm sorry. Did you? Did you uh, is there something? Did you need information about like food things or what can I do for you? No, I'm just hurt. You don't know any of my songs. Not oh, one stroke song, oh Farley. I I and last I, night. Hard to explain. <laughs> Reptilia. The end has no end. Twelve fifty one. I mean, I love all of those cops. songs. I'm a huge fan, Julian. <laughs> huge fan. 
I I honestly I do not know if people are laughing because those are actually the names of Stroke songs or not. I I there's a chance I haven't heard a Stroke song probably in a commercial, but I could not name a single Stroke song. You gotta know some songs by Julian Casablancas and the Voids, then. Oh, you're with the Voids now. Uh, I'd love the I'd love maybe rattle a couple off. I'm sure I could think of some. Now, Julian, yeah, uh, you don't calling, even know the names of those songs, Julian. let's be honest. We're going to go to the next caller. We're a big fan, Julian. It's so Thank great you. to know yeah, you're a fan awesome. of the show. Yeah. Hello, caller. Hi, this is Peter from the Palisades. Hey, Peter. Hey, how's it going, Peter? Uh, hi, I just wanted to weigh in about brunch. Okay. Uh, I, I don't get what it's all about. I don't know why people get so excited about a combination of Brian Doyle Murphy and lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, uh, I can't say that that's a common misconception, but yeah, I can see that. where you did get confused. Uh, let me let me ask you this. Um, in your mind, is this Brian Dormer is serving you uh, some sort of a lunch option or is this lunch made to look like Brian Dormer? What do you think brunch is? Brian Doyle Murphy serving you. Okay. That, that's what brunch is. Who's who is Brian Doyle Murphy? Yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. Murray. Uh, isn't that Brian? Is it uh, uh, Bill Murray's brother? Bill Murray's brother. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Hawk's dad. But what th- who this man is saying is Brian Doyle Murphy. Who oh, is Ed Murphy's brother. Who the hell is Ed? Murphy? That's correct. <laughs> who is Ed Murphy? Wait, no. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> uh, we got we got Matt on the drops. By the way, that was a good one, Matt. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm actually not sure who you're. Look, confused maybe he can clarify. Who, who is who is Brian? I mean, Dolo, I mean, Murray you know, it's Murphy? one. It's one thing if Eddie Murphy is going to make me lunch. Oh, but. But Brian Doyle Murphy. I'm sure I get excited, but Brian Doyle Murphy, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy's white, older, Jewish brother. Absolutely. Um. Uh, You know, I'll say this. If you do ever find yourself in a restaurant where Brian Doyle Murphy is serving you lunch. You guys want some cookies? There's no way that that's going to be good and you should leave. <laughs> Go to any other place on a weekend late uh, late morning, early afternoon and get some sort of an egg dish. And that's uh, that's what most people think is brunch. And you'll probably have a pretty great time. Okay, good. I'm glad I found somebody else who doesn't like brunch. All right, thanks for calling in. That was an extremely confusing call. Uh, So we're going to end the calls there because uh, we're probably scaring and confusing our listeners right now. Bring a lot of nut jobs out. I apologize. Um, Cool. Uh, So now let's – what do you think of Tacos Via Corona, Farley? Uh, I like Tacos Via Corona. I like their breakfast burritos quite a bit. Okay. Um, Breakfast tacos in general, what's your your spot? Let's say – in the Echo Park, in the Tri-Hipster area, Echo okay. Park, Silver Lake, Los Feliz. <laughs> well, there aren't, there aren't a ton of places that do breakfast tacos specifically, okay. it's, although it's becoming slightly more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakfast burrito is much more common. Yeah. Uh, breakfast tacos, home state, probably in Los Feliz okay. is your answer. Points! And they, they're like Austin people who came over, which it's very popular yeah. in Austin. Okay. Uh, well, George wants to cook you a breakfast burrito. Burrito, a breakfast yeah, taco I'm better today. Than Homestead, I think. Um, oh, okay. George thinks he's better than every <laughs> breakfast place you ever go. That, he's always disappointed. It's kind of like how he's always disappointed in every TV show because it's not The Wire. Got it. He's disappointed in Jeez. every That's taco me. because it's not his breakfast taco. <laughs> so he's going to cook you a breakfast taco right now, and we're going to have you uh, eat it and Great. talk that, about it. That sounds perfect. I'm excited to try it. All right. We're going to take a quick break here and be right back with the taco. All right. All right, we're back here. George's burrito is almost ready, or taco, sorry, breakfast taco for uh, Farley. But um, 
we wanted to uh, go ahead and uh, we actually had another another caller in here, so we wanted to go to the lines. Hello, caller. Hello. Hey, uh, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. My name is Simon Ariano. I am the hamster agent to the stars. <laughs> and I represent a certain hamster that Mr. Farley Elliott refused to work with on Good Morning America. Oh, I... I am so sorry. I apologize. I had no idea that they were reaching out to specific hamsters when they invited me on to Good Morning America. Look, do you read the tabloids? I do, some. Did you see the little furball showed his genitals at a local party? Because he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't pull that on GMA. It's I, too important. Oh, boy. I, I am so sorry to have angered you or your client. Uh, was there some opportunity that came up? Without me, I mean, is your client still getting a lot of work? I'd feel terrible if that wasn't the case. Wait, are you saying you know, it has something to do with him showing his balls? What was that about? <laughs> Look, it's not important. What my client does on his off time is unfortunate, but part of his everyday life. Are you life. saying a but hamster a hangs out at strip clubs and shows its balls? Yes, he showed his testicles to Nikki Hilton. Not Paris, Nikki Hilton. It. You know, it's starting to sound more and more like you were trying to bring the hamster on as a sort of like mea culpa. Let's get him in front of the television for a few minutes to kind of make amends. And I wouldn't have wanted to have been a part of that anyway. Look, I just wanted to sit him down, have meat a little raisin burrito and get his career back on the right point. Uh, the right path. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, caller. Uh, how are you doing on that burrito over there, George? George says one more minute. George is extremely slow uh, with his cooking, so like you have to take that into consideration. Uh, the oh, time, of time is a factor. Okay. Well, because you know a normal restaurant has to pump out food for you know tons of people mm -hmm. during a day, whereas George is just making one taco right now, and it's taken him about twenty minutes, and he prepped the food before you got here for I don't know another half an hour at least. Yeah, the, the prep work up front and then still taking this long is a bit of a concern. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a concern that that agent had, like, the Amanda Bynes of, of hamsters, like, on his roster. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard when people call in like that, right? I'm assuming you guys get people like that all the time. We get a lot what of kooks. Yeah, what they're really doing is reaching out for help for themselves, but it's manifesting itself onto your show. That's tough. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, we try not to, you know, uh, pump out onto the airwaves people when they're, when they're crazy, when they have problems mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to keep it, you know, under wraps. Oh, well, it's not bullshit. I, I really feel bad for Amanda Bynes right now. I got. Oh yeah, I feel pretty bad. I mean, she's in. She's just a walking maniac. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. I think George taking this much time is something that is a plus. He oh. is putting so much TLC into this one burrito, and also the grill's not fired up like a restaurant in there. He's starting, you know, he prepped, but like. Well, yeah. it's TLC, he but cares. maybe it's like an overbearing parent. Yeah, I wonder what George's mother would think about how long he is taking to cook this chorizo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I could see if maybe we could get her on the line here. Um, could you go ahead and try that for me, Matt? Oh, okay, we got it. Yeah, come on. George's mom. George's mom? You calling for George's mom? Yep. Hey, uh, Amayella. Uh, how, how are you? What do you think? George is taking a little while with his taco here. Get the blonde girl to cook. <laughs> Gilly would definitely not take this long. Okay, George wow. is here with a fresh michelada and two tacos for Farley. 
Um, Dude, what does he have? Some of his own vaginal juices on him. <laughs> so George, why oh, don't boy. you? Uh, George is Cortez. I'm, we, it seems like we have to go. George, why don't you hop in here and uh, say what exactly we're seeing here with these tacos? Uh, yeah, George is adding a little dude, mood lighting. George, George is changing the fucking lighting for the tacos. Come on, let's oh talk about this. My God, did um, you put like dry ice in the michelada, dude? It's like it's like foaming. Sorry, we can't hear you. Let's talk into the mic. Yes, hello. Turn on your mic. Hello, hello. Yeah, this is a radio show that right. you're a host of. <laughs> yeah, you gotta talk to. You. Uh, so, what are these tacos? What are we looking at? These are uh, these are my special uh, breakfast tacos. I usually mix it. I, I don't usually do breakfast tacos with uh, longanisa, but I decided to do it today because it was faster. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then I made them with a little spinach, a little uh, little garlic, uh, some potatoes, mm-hmm. um, and eggs, and then some some. I forgot what kind of Mexican cheese it was. Like recuente or. You're you are literally <laughs> from Mexico. I don't have any idea. <laughs> you're no. talking to a guy who is eating your food that you made, so you it's, should it's tell uh, him. It's, <laughs> yes, it's like Oaxaca, ch- or it's like a little little white cheese. Judon, can you find what that cheese is in the refrigerator? Um, uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, let me ask you this: Do yes. you do you have any uh, any requeso? Yeah, there you go. Uh, do you have anything that is not sriracha? Do you have yes, like we a do. tapatio or something like that? Yes, we have. Yeah, how dare Jola? you bring five in. different? Ta- how you dare you bring I sriracha? I thought you were a sriracha guy. I do like sriracha, but I'd love I'd love a, a Hispanic hot sauce. We have tapatio. Ooh, tapatio we also have works. salsas from carnicerias. We have a verde and a chipotle. Wow, you guys are really doing it right here. <laughs> I'll say I'll say this visually. Those look amazing, and well, I'm so photo, jealous right, right now. Yeah, do you, guys, you guys want me to Instagram this really quickly? <laughs> yeah, he want really. I think this is mostly about George wanting a professional-looking <laughs> picture of his taco than it is George, about George, anything George else. wants a quick Instagram. This is a fucking radio show where you're supposed to be listening, and all he cares about is the lighting. For I mean, the look picture. at the, the uh, presentation on that. That's I'm a big excited. full taco. You guys, you got to do a little. You got to do a little legwork when it comes to the photos. Just give it a second. Oh, that's what gonna be his good. reputation on the line. Of course, he cares about the lighting. You know. All right. Well, the photo's out of the way. We got it. Great. Uh, so let's dig in here, Farley, and uh, let us know what you're what you're thinking, what you're tasting, feeling. Great. All right. Here's first bite. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see a piece of spinach hanging off. Some stuff dripping out. Maybe a little too much food in it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, this is really this is very good. This is a very good breakfast taco. All right. Thank you very much. That's very good. Uh, I have I have questions for you. Yes. Cool. Um, where do you get your tortillas? Uh, these are uh, from the carniceria. There's this actual like I. There's a small little corn tortillas that are not that big. Mm-hmm. They're not mission. They're I specifically did not get mission. Right. Feel like so you're on the rails like right now, George. <laughs> they're like. You seem stunned like that he would ask a, you a question about like your talking taco. To a cop. <laughs> I can't think of what. I should have brought were. a flashlight. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know you were gonna you were gonna hit me with. He's that, liking yeah. your taco. No, that's good. I like the taco. I have another question. It's from a carnivore. I don't know what what brand. It is. Got it. Um, how do you how do you scramble your eggs? Uh, I Farley doesn't like the eggs. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I actually I actually really like the what eggs. I did. That's why I'm asking. What I did was I started the longanisa, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, so the a little bit of the the fat the mm-hmm. oils came out of them once I started cooking them for a little bit, and then I tossed in the eggs after that and scrambled them. For a little bit, and the the tortillas are Kalidad. Got it. I see. Thank see, you, Andrew. Because this is this is a thing that I noticed you doing while you were cooking, which I yes. think is a very good thing that most people at home. And should I try saw to do. you over there. I was like, get in the other room. What are you doing? <laughs> watching me? No, most most people who who uh, 
make scrambled eggs at home, they just whisk it in a bowl or they add a little yes. milk or something beforehand. If you are adding a fat already to like a finished plate that involves scrambled eggs, cook your fat first and then just put a whole egg in and scramble it in the pan. Mm. All that stuff like keeps your eggs from sticking, adds like a balance to your eggs and Good makes them way fluffier than a bunch of milk would give you anyway. Mm. Hot Good tip, guys. George is not right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you can keep digging in there, and then there's also the michelada on the side. Yes, oh, my this apologies. Is, uh, this is another thing that <laughs> I... George is insane about micheladas. Uh, the it's, I think the first question you asked me, I just got back from a trip to Mexico. The first question you asked me was, did you drink a bunch of micheladas <laughs> while you were there? Because um, I knew I was going to hit it, you with one does later. Does it have beer in oh, it Oh, no, yet? you got to pour the, oh, the beer I, on I top. I apologize. I'm, I'm um, unprepared. So the favorite uh, michelada spot is La Cita. Uh-huh. Uh, the La back Cita. porch, at like, the back patio at La Cita. Lovely patio. Um, the guy there, we call him Michelangelo He's because amazing. he uh, <laughs> gave us the recipe. Points! <laughs> and he's taking his sip. Meat and potatoes guy. It's meat and potatoes guy. Path. I still hate Michelangelo. <laughs> 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 this has not changed. Uh, George just fucked up our little sound system here, but we're still all coming through so on the hard. mic. Uh, we just got to plug everybody back in. Um, so the michelada is still not Farley's thing, but yeah, we were close. Were I close. don't, I don't need, uh, I don't need tomato in a drink. Zero percent of so the time. So you're also not a bloody mary. Well, guy. not a bloody mary. An guy. interesting thing is that uh, micheladas uh, are not made with tomatoes originally. That's something else that's added in. So if you get a, a like really legit michelada, it will actually just be lime juice and Worcestershire and won't have the Clamato in it. Oh, I'm, I, yeah, I might be more down for something like that. Gilly's just hijacking Farley's michelada <laughs> right now. Gilly likes Gilly's it. pre-serving up a hangover that hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> She's getting it started early. Um, cool. Well, I he told me beforehand that he was more of just a, he doesn't like it really anything different on his beer. So I kind of expected mm-hmm. that, but I still want, I thought I could maybe win him over. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it looks fine. like uh, we may even let Gilly take a bite of a taco, if that's okay with Farley. Oh, please, uh, please do. Stoked. Please do. This is not Taco Bell. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were, were my eyes like the orphan who didn't get chosen on adoption day? <laughs> she just looks <laughs> so sad. Uh, I will say this while Gilly is eating. Uh, there is something about a lot of breakfast people do their potatoes really, really wrong. And yeah. uh, I think you're on the right path. I what I makes like a good potato? Burnt. Yeah, I need I need a nearly burnt potato that's got a lot of crisp edge to yeah, it. Extreme and crispiness. Yeah, and in like initial phases when you're chopping up for like hash browns or when you're cubing up for like home fries sort of things, uh, you have to get as much water out as possible. Otherwise, you just end with like kind of lumpy half mashed potatoes that are burned on the bottom that are never good for anybody. Farley, I'll I'll have you know that I um I put them in water to get the starch out. Oh yeah, so even better. Thin. Yeah, whatever you can do to de-starch your potatoes and get them dry. Okay, on the same so page. On yeah. the record, out of ten, what do you put that? Or taco? or even compared to home state no, or uh, via Corona. Out of ten. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'll say. Final analysis. Mm-hmm. While the home state taco is different, they do a different type of breakfast taco than what George is up to. I would prefer. George's taco over homestay. Oh wow, wow! But on a, on a scale of George to tacos via Corona, I still go tacos via Corona. That's fair. Here, oh. Here's my biggest issue with your breakfast taco. Let's hear it. I need a cheese that melts. I need something that like mm-hmm. strings away when I'm biting into it and has just an overwhelming amount of that like soluble fat. That Can makes I come everyone clean? happy? Yeah, that's one of my ma- major 
issues with breakfast burritos is that they don't have enough cheese and i was rushed because i could hear everybody complaining about how oh yeah it's and i forgot a- the cheese <laughs> until the very end it's Busted. always our fault well that, that's fine that's I your achilles I- heel is that you're too slow <laughs> with the okay, shit i gotta say something that was the best breakfast taco i've ever had Thank you, Gilly. Are we gonna? But Gilly likes fact, Taco Bell. So are we gonna ignore the fact though that some of that was burnt? Oh <laughs> no! But see, the, no, I, no, the, the potatoes. Yes, and I, yeah. and this and this is where I agree with George. I like a potato that straddles the line between burnt right. and not, and that's okay. per, and that's a personal preference. So okay. maybe he just got lucky, and that was actually a shit taco. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just it likes was burnt good. Stuff. Well, line I I like a crisp. I like a crisp like burnt. Potato. And you still it was intentional. Good. Then that's a whole different. Oh, story. Yeah, Gilly, do you have you had the breakfast tacos at Homestay? I have not. I would love to. You're, you're, you live g- close. Somebody here's what you're getting. Me. Here's what you're getting at Homestead. You're getting a, you're getting a lot of fluffy egg, a decent amount of cheese, usually like a strip or two of bacon. So it's a lot. It's a lot simpler, and you don't have to worry about that potato issue. I think you'll like the ones at Homestead. Thank cool. you, Farley. All you're right. welcome. I well, agree hey. about the cheese. It would have had more cheese if this was a different setting. Um, all right. That, all right. That was great, Farley. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having uh, me and enlightening us on the LA food scene. Thanks, Farley. Thanks, Farley. Bye, guys. <laughs> Ribbit, ribbit. Hey, it's the legendary Frog Prince. Yeah? And I bet you want me to kiss you. No. Actually, Princess, I'm feeling a little sluggish. A Red Bull energy drink is really what I want. Oh, all right. As long as you still turn into a prince. <laughs> oh, my God. You're totally beefy. Wait, where are you going? I want to check out the other princesses. Keep my options open. Excuse me. Oh, typical prince. Red Bull gives you wings. Well, don't expect Red Bull to grow wings on your back and actually make you fly. It helps to temporarily restore mental alertness or wakefulness when experiencing fatigue or drowsiness. Just so you know. <laughs> you checked it. Welcome back, everybody. Chris and George in the morning. Thanks for taking our Red Bull break. Yeah, everybody, go get a Red Bull. That was a lot of fun with Farley. Yeah, um, he seemed like he was really enjoying everything. Actually, you, it surprised me. <laughs> I really so? wanted to get him to talk shit on your burrito, but I guess it was just good, <laughs> dude. What I can know I say? what I'm doing. Um, so I wanted to address the fact that uh, Khalid wasn't able to make it in uh, this week, unfortunately. Um, but he did call in and leave a little message. Khalid, we didn't actually talk about this last week, but he's our friend uh, from Afghanistan. Um, refugee, political refugee, who moved right? here when we were uh, when I was in college, and we met him then. Uh, so that's Khalid, and uh, here's his voicemail. Really nice voicemail. Uh, that he wasn't able to make it this week. Hey guys, uh, this is Khalid. Sorry I can't make it to the show this morning. My car is overheating, and I don't want to drive. I don't want to get stuck in the side of the road and be in Stephanie's morning uh, traffic report <laughs> causing a traffic jam but hopefully i'll see you guys uh, next week and we can do the next show together and it'll be awesome i'll talk to you guys soon have a good show man bye oh man yeah i yeah. like how he's he, playing along yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. want to be in stefan's morning traffic report. traffic report yeah um, but it is true that his car was overheating and that why is why he wasn't able to make it how this will week. we know what happened in sports this week uh well the Dodgers are out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I guess that's pretty much all we NFL's need to say. Oh, Gilly's 
No? You're not going to do it? Gilly was going to fart into the microphone. Could you you got to put it right up in there, though, Gil. Oh, I can see. Oh! <laughs> oh. That's my taco. <laughs> nice. I'm going to regret that. Is that? But for now, I'm riding high, baby. Oh, good man. All right. Wow. Uh, got some emails here. Um, how's, that, how's that microphone smell? <laughs> oh, God. That's your mic, Gilly. Take it home. Uh, first email. <laughs> Your show has already jumped the shark after two episodes. <laughs> Screw you, from Matt Groening. Uh, yeah, he even yeah. Re- he even drew Homer, and Homer is on here saying "boo," <laughs> and it's actually a pretty good drawing. It's of a Homer. great. That's actually Matt Groening. Uh, uh, okay, second one here. This one's a little bit lengthy, but uh, it is from a very smart man. So. <laughs> It's uh, probably why it's long. Los Angeles is not a go- in a goddamn renaissance. Congratulations on finding new ways to use the gristle of diseased animals from Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, oh my! Was God. he a um, committed vegetarian? Um, I think he's just hating on the fact that what we're calling a renaissance um, is just sure, better sure, tacos. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, not 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 a meat hater. Not a meat hater. <laughs> then we got. Uh, Yo quiero some respect <laughs> from the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Oh, wow, he's Points! still around. Still around. <laughs> Man, that taco must be really old, actually. Um, he's on his last legs. <laughs> oh, he has four. Uh, Points. Uh, Amanda Bynes is, or Amanda Bynes is the Amanda Bynes of hamsters. She <laughs> from. Amanda Bynes. Uh. <laughs> hey, she's self-aware. That's cool. um, and the last one here. Please neuter all of your tiger's penises instead of guessing their value from Bob Barker. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That he's was an important very, message. Very me. dedicated to that cause. Uh, you know, maybe that's why he's so into spaying and neutering your pets because he's collecting all of those penises, <laughs> trading him in for cash. Oh and do you do neuter a penis? I thought you. I thought that was. I think like tied up the you sexual ne- organs. Uh, I'm not it's sure. Specific but to females. Neutering right? is getting rid of the or, balls. Oh yeah. You don't spaying, take the penis yeah. off. You can't neuter ladies. a penis. Go. All right. Well, trouble with semantics there, <laughs> Stefan Tom. So, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, now He's we're an old man, Stefan. I forgot. We're actually going to go to traffic and weather with Stefan Tom. Here. <laughs> oh God. All right, Stefan. What's going on with the weather and traffic? Yeah. So the weather. Um, it is. It's becoming autumn in Los Angeles. It's cooling down a little bit. It's not as hot. It's really hot in this apartment again. <laughs> yes, that is the time of year. Uh-huh. Definitely. Uh, let's see here. It's. It's been. I was looking at the my iPhone earlier today to check the weather. <laughs> Were you? I was. I was actually. Interesting. Yeah. I was checking the weather on my iPhone, and it was. It wasn't foggy, and it wasn't overcast. It was hazy. Is what the iPhone said. It was so I'm hazy gonna, I'm gonna today. stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that as the weather conditions here for the past. I will. Time. I will confirm leaves on the ground. I saw some today. It <laughs> is indeed autumn. And you did tell me that, uh, earlier this week that you had thought about traffic and you had something to say today. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say uh, in terms of of traffic, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff is sticking the same. The ninety is great. Lots of you guys always fucked. You are. Uh, I'm just. Week. I'm just going back to what I said before. But, but you I, said you had new stuff to yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting to that right now. Have you heard about that, gentlemen? More uh, stuff about the oil fields. No, no. I, I. This is. This is mostly just a beef about traffic that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. That I just wanted to say. There are too many people going the opposite way on in bike lanes on in Los Angeles. Bikers. 
bicyclists coming at you in the wrong lane, right. even when there's another lane on the other side that they could be using, and it's dangerous because it's at night and you don't have any lights on, you're coming at me in the wrong side of the lane. Yeah, I, I agree. It seems like a lot of bikers that are experienced, I know they're experienced because they have the, the clothes, you know? Oh, yeah. In the wrong lane, it's confusing to me. It's like, you know you should be in the... I don't know. It just grinds my gears. I, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> uh, Stefan took us on a bike ride yesterday, which he said was going to be going around to record shops in Culver City. <laughs> and instead, we got on our bikes and rode for like 35 minutes to Santa Monica because there are none in Culver City. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you had to trick us like I, that. I just, I there was no other way I had to trick you guys. <laughs> um so we were tricked. Uh, George, did you have a segment here that you wanted to do? I thought you did. No, no, no you didn't prepare yeah. anything. No, I thought we had we had somebody back out, um, and no. So I was banking on that. I was all obsessed with this taco. So you really could have pretended like that didn't happen. I know. I just had to call him. <laughs> yeah, out, what was that? Because I did say, "Don't do you have?" I did say, "Do Jesus you have something?" Good. And then you were like, "Yes." earlier so i didn't think i, I was like, like putting you on the spot budding i ideas mean that... you have to take into consideration that you were put on the spot when farley asked you about <laughs> potatoes or tortillas <laughs> earlier i know and i still had my mom in my head that i it was, and it was running too long so um, i gotta cut my bits out all right uh we're gonna throw it over to uh, a couple more callers here um we got the lines have been blowing up all day today. since farley got on yeah since Farley got on the sounded uh, weird. Um, sorry, we're having some cross lines today. Uh, all right, uh, caller, go ahead. Hello, George. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, Papa. I I'm just a little co- confused because I'm listening to the show. You said you're what? You're half what and half what? Half Mexican, half Jewish. Not yeah. how I remember it, George. I remember all Jewish. Father. <laughs> well, mom I, was the... And I, th- I just have a little bone to pick because I think, you know, your birth name was George Cortezberg, and I feel like we dropped that. But... He's ashamed of that, I, I had to cut it out. I got an agent, and they told me to cut it out right when I moved to Hollywood. George, the Jews own Hollywood, George. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even Jews change their name. It's crazy. I, I don't understand. The plight of our people, Father. This is Ugh, well, you know, call me later. You could call more. <laughs> All right. I'll, I was gonna. I was planning on calling you after the show. Okay, that sounds good, my sweet you, boy. Do I you love have, you. Do you have any advice? Him, do you have any advice, Dad? Mom was really harsh. Do you have any advice for me? You still have that butt problem. <laughs> George does have a hemorrhoid. That is true. Oh man! Ouch! Yeah, you gotta <laughs> get that cleared up. You gotta get it cleared up, man. Okay. Don't, all right. don't well, we that's all? Not, don't we that's all? That's not what I was hoping to hear, Dad. But uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for calling in, and uh, we're gonna go to one more here. I see one more lit up. So, uh, caller, you are on the line with Chris and George in the morning. Hey, caller. Hey, how's it going? This is Brian Doyle Murphy. Oh, wow. Hey man. Okay, so we're actually confused as to who you are exactly. So maybe you could clear that up for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Eddie Murphy's brother, Brian Doyle Murphy. I was uh, the vo- I'm the voice of Donkey in Shrek. Whenever uh, Eddie Murphy can't make it into record, so Eddie Murphy actually has a pretty famous brother, um, Charlie. Charlie Charlie Murphy. Murphy yeah. So you're not Charlie Murphy. You're another. Right, I'm not his famous brother. I'm and you're... just his brother who calls in. Whenever they can't get Eddie Murphy and can't get Charlie Murphy, 
and they can't get Murphy are Brown. You, are you ever a server uh, for for L.A. brunch restaurants? Yeah, actually, I am, and I think I'm a damn good server. I don't understand a why surfer? anybody would say that I'm not. So like, we're asking you if you're a server, not a surfer. Did you say surfer? I'm a server. Oh, oh yes. You guys want some cookies? Yeah, we're, but, but, and we're all talking about web servers, correct? <laughs> all right, I've had enough of this. Get off the line. Uh, okay. Thanks for calling, man. Uh, thanks, thanks so much. Uh, but we don't have time for that shit. Uh, all right, now we're gonna go ahead and uh, go into the outrage of the week with uh, our our roommate Andrew Muth. Hey, Drew Don, thanks for handing me the tortillas and telling me the cheese. Oh earlier. yeah, yeah, happy to help with that. So uh, what's up, man? Are you bringing to actually get mad this week? Yeah, I'm fucking pissed about this. <laughs> all right, so I'm. I mean, mostly right now, I'm mad that the Cards just blew their lead. They were up two nothing. Now they're down three two to the Giants. But I'm really mad that I haven't been able to watch it. It's like this fucking postseason. You can't figure out where to watch baseball. It's, it's like really they difficult. change it every game. What the hell is Fox Sports 1? They like made up a new network for this fall. They're showing all the games there. We don't have it. We lost our uh, illicit cable. We have a legal cable at this <laughs> we house. Had, but we, we don't had. anymore. Now that vanished. But even if we did, on the Dodgers channel, it's like all over LA. It's like hashtag I want my Dodgers. Time Warner fucking... It's charging more than any other like network. It's the like, most expensive cable company. But let's be honest, you're not really a baseball fan. You don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah, but when it's the postseason, I am. When it's the postseason, I do want to watch every game. Fucking bandwagon. But it's just it. ridiculous. No, it's something. It's like you should be able to watch baseball. <laughs> I think you should be able to watch baseball, especially come the postseason. Yesterday, Cardinals Giants. Uh, on Fox. Today, they move it to Fox Sports 1. We have Fox because it's like one yeah. of the free channels. I have we no idea have Fox what Fox Sports, Sports 1. 1 is. I've never had to tune into it for yeah, they dangled the, They dangled it's baseball ridiculous. in front of us. They gave it to us the last two weeks. And like, again, this is not my position, away. but just speaking for like an Angelino, a Dodgers fan, all year, Time Warner everywhere is like, you have to. I thought They're you were a Cardinals you. fan. They're strangleholding you. I am, but I'm seeing now from a, the perspective oh, of a Dodgers okay. fan. Wait, are you a Cardinals you're, fan or a I'm Dodgers a Cardinals fan? You do have then a Dodgers you, why you're do getting strangleholded all year by Time Warner. Why do you wear a Dodgers hat? You have why? a Dodgers hat. Shh, shh, sir, why do you wear a Dodgers hat if you're not a Dodgers fan? Okay. Uh, on the record. <laughs> <laughs> you have several Dodgers hats and I have, a nice Dodgers shirt. I have two Dodgers hats, two Cardinals hats. Three Cardinals t-shirts and a Cardinals jersey. One Dodgers t-shirt. <laughs> so I'm slightly more of a Cardinals fan than a Dodgers fan. But you don't actually care about baseball. You just like wearing the stuff because you think it makes you look cool. I do care about baseball. I like baseball very much. Oh, God. I like, like baseball very much. This is like, this is like Chris's outrage of the, the week. <laughs> this is like Chris. Chris is like outrage. Is like, I'm no. trying so this hard. Like Chris, this is like Chris fucking bait Andrew to get into this dude. So that he can hate on him. I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs> oh, no. Andrew's figured this segment out. It's reverse outrage of the week. Uh, wow. he's I don't know, you. man. Hopefully hopefully when it gets to the World Series at least, then like they'll put it on a real channel. Not this Fox Sports 1. But it's like... Even even speaking about the uh, the slim fraction of me that is a Dodgers fan, if if we had the Dodgers channel that they're like demanding that you pay for all season, once you get to the postseason, they weren't even showing the Dodgers games on that. Yes. Like, what's the point of paying all this money for the Dodgers channel if like Fox or whatever it is is strangleholding it so that they like so that they have it in the postseason? I agree with it's you. It's fucking man. ridiculous. It's impossible to find these games. But 
We didn't pay for cable. We, we didn't pay for cable. Again, to clarify, we didn't pay for cable. I have no right to complain. George got illegal cable. I don't cable watch baseball during the regular season. A friend that he made, uh, the guy came over to hook up cable for our house, and George gave him a beer and chatted with him for a bit. And apparently, that's what you do to get a guy to hook you up with free cable for a year. Word to the wise. Yeah, but we it were might chilling. just stop working randomly a year later. Yeah, it stopped working, but it was a good run. You know, I, I tried calling him again, and he didn't pick up. See if you would come back. George threatened him because it cut out like a month <laughs> after we yeah, got it we, originally. We paid him. Well, to, we paid a hundred dollars for the guy, or he, he straight said cash, homie. a hundred dollars straight cash, homie, uh, for cable. And then I said okay. And then a few weeks later, it went away. And then so I called him and said, "What happened to this deal?" And he didn't get back to me. And then finally, I called him. I left a voicemail and I said. We were watching, it was like Breaking Bad was getting really good. It was like the last season, so I had Heisenberg on my mind a little bit. And I called him and I said, it'd be a shame if your employer heard about the transaction oh my God. that took place oh, at my apartment shit. a week ago. Oh he called me back God. an hour later, put in the cable, and Didn't even good. come to the house. He's Didn't never going to do it for you again. Well, why would he? I, we, we conspired that he knew that it was going to go away like in a so week and took our him. money. Right. Okay. So we were mad at him. But that's where George is different because I would have given up. I would have been like, man, I lost. I like I believe this would work and it didn't. And I would not have called that guy. That's where George is like, all right, if I'm in, I'm in. All the way. Chicano. Um, so let's see. And if Jewish. We, I don't know if we have uh, any more emails here. Gilly, no. Gilly, no. Um, I don't want to. Oh, I Gilly's don't. rearing up to fart on <laughs> Stefan now. We do have some emails coming in. Oh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> let's see. No way. Oh, oh, Gilly. Fair, no fair. That Gilly. was George's mouth. It's a white couch. Um, no way. You cannot frame me for a fart. You did fart, definitely, obviously, earlier, and I saw claim, your butt cheek. I will claim that fart. I will claim. Dude, was that a fart? You guys are Three. fucked up. That sounded that's like a first one was, little tiny squeak. The first squeak. one's my butt. The second one was George's mouth. George just did a hemorrhoid. I framed, I framed Gilly on the right. last one. If, um, if George's mom was going to strangle herself last week, <laughs> us farting on <laughs> microphones, means she's definitely going to throw herself off a brick or something. Okay, so here's the last two emails. No way George's burnt taco is better than ours. Charlie from home state. Maybe we are starting a new beef with home state this week yeah uh, we did single out home state a little bit i like their, I, I like their. i think it's good but i just said here's that my make beef a one. with home state when you get an iced coffee and it's like five bucks and it's all filled with ice and there's no coffee in it and you could suck it down in like four sips that's bullshit well that's that's not just home state that's a lot of places around la that are opening up and then uh hey guys thanks for the shout out from michelangelo <laughs> I don't think we gave a shout out to Michelangelo. But yeah. Is it Michelangelo? Michelangelo. Is that Michelangelo, maybe? From, from La Cita. Oh, yeah, La Cita. Yeah. He works at the back bar, the one outside. Oh, He's the right. We're a fan of you, Michelangelo. Thanks for being oh, a fan of us. Oh, it's from Michelangelo. I was like, Michelangelo. <laughs> I mean, is this his shout out that I'm saying it right now? No. Um, that's the last email here. Um well, that's everything, guys. Thanks for tuning in so much, guys. Uh, we had a great time with you this week. Uh, thanks so much to our guest, Farley Elliott. And I'm uh, going to take you out right here with uh, some uh, fo- Froggy Fresh, formerly Krispy Kreme, uh, with his track, Dunked On.
Standing in the way, so I jumped up in the air and I ducked it on his face. 